Thank you for tuning in to the Director's Chair Podcast. This is Jared, and actually, today, we are actually have two different hosts. Michael can't be um, on the show anymore, unfortunately, but I actually am here with Haley and Sean, and he, Sean's taking a video of us for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to introduce yourself, uh, Haley? No. Yes. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a photographer and videographer. I more do photography, though. Um, I have nothing else to add. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's just, that is my gonna... only uh, character trait. You're also a woman. I am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing, Sean. And uh, Sean is... Well, he... We used to be in our class, but he's a really good writer. He, um, that's that's uh, that's being a bit generous. Well, I will say he's pretty good at comedy, but that's also generous. Sean's <laughs> only character traits are writing and his pink golden girl shirt. Yeah, and watching movies religiously. So that's and, why he's on here. And being <laughs> just a tad gay, just like twenty percent, no, maybe like fifteen percent, like. I've had sex with a man once. Okay. Why? <laughs> four, four minutes and 15 seconds. You can't put that there. Just beep it. And, um, I kind of want to introduce, um, again, this is going to be the beginning of season two. I started this about a year ago, but because of timing and scheduling, me and Michael and I weren't able to finish up the you pointing at i'm sorry i just noticed you were wearing slippers <laughs> this show is gonna laugh. be a mess i'm sorry it just this made me laugh a, this is a mess already jared is in a full fit with his like polo but he's wearing slippers i'm not <laughs> editing any of this i went to pick up sean in these by the way <laughs> what, what slippers are you i'm wearing they're oh like my. bedroom slippers oh my god Jer i love that chair bear what He's are you comfy. doing honey please don't i <laughs> five minutes and 15 seconds i have to remove that Can our fans start calling you chair bear no <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah, I had to, um, because of timing and scheduling, I had, I couldn't really set up a time to record with, uh, Michael. So I wanted to restart, uh, the podcast, but I didn't want to talk by myself. So I got these two idiots. Thanks. <laughs> I'm happy to be here as idiot one. I'm happy to be here as idiot three. You're, that's implying that I'm one of them. <laughs> no, one, three, four, five. Okay, anyway. Am I top three? You're not a top anything. <laughs> you got me there. Um, so, on this podcast, um, we're going to be really discussing topics like um, things that we saw recently and ideas or projects that we're possibly working on. Um, Haley, you mentioned earlier that you were doing a Adopt-A-Senior program, so would you like to like describe what that's all about? Sure. So because of the whole corona thing, um, my county has been uh, offering seniors in high schools around us to 
uh, give senior portraits, even though it's pretty late, but better late than never. Um, so I'm supposed to go out, uh, I think five days, and then another girl is going out another five days to do photos, which I'm excited about. I did portrait photos for my friend, um, and they turned out all right. You, the ones, uh, for Vivian? Yes. Those, those came out pretty well. Thank you. I'm a little stressed to do it because we only have 15 minutes per person. How many people? I have no idea. There's one had like 10 people though. You have to sign up for it. So it's like one at eight and then eight fifteen, not eight. I meant like five, five fifteen, five thirty, and so on. Mm -hmm. And it's each day is for one school. And there's now, two for each school. Are they going to be doing the same thing that Marchman's doing? Um, like a virtual ceremony? Or are they like... Is it just for friends and family and stuff like that? I have no idea. I think that's different for each school. But the photos I'm doing are just for them. It's not for... I actually heard um, at my old school that they're like... They were going to do a um, virtual ceremony. But then they were going to do an actual one later on kind of like what Marchman's doing but I don't know how that's gonna work for those listening and do not really know anything Marchman is the college we went to <laughs> yeah I was there um for like it's a, it's week. mentioned earlier in the um oh. season one that we're both actually season one all the episodes were recorded at Marchman <laughs> yeah but just in case you didn't watch those uh go back and watch them but I, I was there with them for like a week and a half. I just realized that that probably sounded weirdly out of context. <laughs> but anyway. I'm a dropout. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Love that for us. But, um, I, I don't think I've... Oh, I did work recently with John Mark. That's the only recent work I've done. Oh, wait, I forgot. I did a video for On the Green Lawn and Landscape. Crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and now Jared has to go edit. No, 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 I already finished it. Oh. it that was um, the first time I did it. He paid me cash up front. It was like 120 bucks. I, I was out uh, I was out filming 45 minutes, and then I got it back to him within a day. Damn. That was... What, what, yeah. what is that project? On the green land and lawn and landscape? Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Oh, um... But, it's a commercial. Oh. Yeah, it was a commercial. Um, My dad owns a lawn service, and he had a uh, worker. His name was Caleb. He, uh, we nicknamed him Grass Jesus. And... Does he, does he, he, he looks like Jesus, weed? but he literally... <laughs> does he smoke weed? Yes! <laughs> he does Don't a lot. Don't expose him like that. To any cops listening... Grass Jesus does not smoke weed. <laughs> but, um, he started his own business landscaping and, uh, he contacted me. So I gave him a really cheap price. He was literally the very first advertisement I did. And, uh, then I got him again for, I charged him 300, but he gave me 400. Mm. But I think that was like his stimulus money. So he didn't really care. <laughs> well, congrats on your, uh, manscaping commercial. <laughs> The lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> <laughs> um, 
Actually, what is today? May... 13th? 14th. I actually kind of want to um, keep track of the dates that we record this stuff as well. Because um, this is near the end of COVID-19's... Um, well, the quarantine part of COVID-19. So... I kind of want, like, if looking back at it in the future, you're going to be like, oh, shit, it was, like, May 14th, like, when we recorded this, oh, when mm-hmm. COVID-19 was still a huge deal. Yeah, Wait, we're true. allowed to curse, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck my, yeah. My, my, Michael did it a lot. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, Can I say the C word? I know Haley's no, uncomfortable with that. No, try and stay away from that <laughs> one, at least. Since when? Since I said it at that, uh, remember when I dipped the cookie in ketchup at, um, uh, at Steak and Shake? I've never been uncomfortable Why with that word. Why did you dip a cookie in what? <laughs> I just wanted to, like, freak them out. I I saw you drink mustard straight from the oh my bottle <laughs> before. <laughs> Dude, I, the things I put in my mouth, you wouldn't believe. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, so I... Do you want to talk? You want to talk about what you've seen? Actually, I'm going to go on Sean because I started with you last time. What is something you've seen recently, and maybe like a description or a okay. summary? Uh, okay, so it can be a TV show, right? Yeah, it can be a movie, a TV show. Okay, so I I just started. Um, I didn't like a, about a month ago. I got into this show that I'd, I'd heard a lot about over the year, and I think I like I think I watched an episode or two as a kid and I was like what the fuck is this because it was on Adult Swim and I just didn't understand it and it, it's called The Venture Bros and it's basically like a parody of Johnny Quest that goes like so deep off the rails and it just like it parodies like all these like superhero like Marvel and DC comics and like it has a bunch of superheroes and supervillains and it's just used to like satirize and make fun of them but it's also, like, got this insane cast of characters and, like, the world building is just so out there and so well-conceived and uh, executed. So it's got, like, its own world that's, like, 50% original ideas and, like, 50%, like, homages and making fun of pop culture. And it's just, like, fused together to the point where it's, like, when you're watching it, it's so funny and, like, half the time you're, like is this original or are they, is this a reference? Are they making fun of something or is this like an original idea and you just can't tell half the time because the writers are just so brilliant. How uh, how long is the is this show been running for so far? I think it's been around since like, I don't know, I want to say like around 2002 or 2003. Oh, so it's been around for a while. But it's only got seven seasons because it has two writers Mm-hmm. Um, like, one of the main writers, Jackson Public, is, he created the show, and then the other writer, Doc Hammer, he was, uh, Jackson's friend who started writing the show, um, in season one, and so they kind of go back and forth, but they don't have, like, a writer's room or anything, it's like, they do everything themselves, they write, they direct, they, it's like a passion project that they're, like, so it takes a very long time for them to, like, actually make the show, like, there's, like, two years in between each season, which is only, like, 10 episodes or or so each how long is the episodes the episodes are uh, they're 22 minutes some of them are 44 depending on like if it's like a big important episode they'll do a 44 for like a season finale or a season premiere but most of them are 22 oh okay 
But, like, it takes so long for them to make it because they write and direct everything themselves. They don't, like, the it's an animated show, and, like, the only thing that they don't do is the animation, which is, like, outsourced to Korea. <laughs> to Korea? <laughs> it's, it's Korean animation. Oh. Oh, so it's kind of like, well, anime's Japanese style. No, is it, 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 it kind of feel like anime it, style? No, it's just, I don't know, it, it just, it looks... It looks and feels very Adult Swim. Very Adult Swim? Yeah, I know. That makes sense. Because yeah. it's on Adult Swim. <laughs> uh, most of the shows on Adult Swim have, like, a certain art style. Like, it, yeah. Like, if you're watching... Um, I, I feel like, like they're very 2D. I feel like the yeah. animation... Uh, the animation department or studio... They did another show for Adult Swim. I don't remember what it was called, but it was, like... I think it was, like, Metalpocalypse or something... I don't know if you've heard of that, but I think I think it's called Titmouse. I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. the The animation company is called Titmouse. I'm I pretty sure I'm pretty sure they did that new uh, Pendleton Ward show, uh, The Midnight Gospel. Who Pendleton Ward did Adventure Time. I could be like totally wrong about all this, but <laughs> well, that's why you got your phone. You could always check. Yeah, but like, why, why do I want to research, Jared? <laughs> I know that I know that Titmouse did it, but I don't know if they're the Korean one that. So I bought the book, like the Art of the Venture Bros. It's like a behind the scenes, and like the the writers keep mentioning how it's a Korean animation studio. I don't know if that one's Titmouse though. Interesting. Let me look this you up. Remember that one show? Oh, here's Metal Apocalypse. Oh, okay. I didn't know the show. I didn't ever watch it, but I've seen it. I've I've never seen it. I just know that it has a very similar art style to Venture Bros. Oh, that's interesting. Did you guys ever watch that one show that had like the hamburger and fries or something? Oh, that's um what's that called? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I could have never told I, you that. I but... never heard of that, but I've seen it. I yeah, it's remember got, like... feeding it. <laughs> when I was younger, like... I, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch most Adult Swim, which I really regret because, like, I love it now. But like, as a kid, it confused the fuck out of me. I watched this too, but I I never understood it because I was like nine. Oh no! Squid I think Squidbillies. Oh Squidbillies. I never watched it. Well, I watched it, but I didn't understand it. This okay. feels like something I would laugh at now. Okay, I was wrong. Titmouse has been doing the animation since 2011, which is. I think when it got like a lot better, the early animation is really rough, and it's it's not like bad, but it looks very rough. And it that that was at that point it was called a uh, a studio called Noodle Soup did it Noodle Soup Productions. Noodle Soup. Yeah, Sounds Noodle like Soup. You would do. It's like they have a their. Oh, his they, thing is pickle wolf man. Their they motto do... is like it's good soup, at the end of every episode. <laughs> and then, oh, and then, uh, and then for a few years it was World Leaders Entertainment. I don't know anything about them, but Titmouse. I'm very familiar with Titmouse. He's very familiar with Tit. Oh, they did. Uh... Oh, Tim House. Let's see. Tim... Oh, Titmouse. No, never mind. Titmouse. Oh, that's the other yeah. show they did. They did I am Big not Mouth. dyslexic. Big Mouth. That's what I was trying to think yeah. of the title. Yeah, they did Big Mouth. Uh, Super Jail. Um, which. I have I've seen like one episode and that was weird as fuck. Ballmasters, nine thousand nine. Uh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, the Venture Bros is a very good show. I would recommend it if you if you love superheroes and love uh, 
I would compare it to kind of like I don't know if either you you both I know Haley you saw the boys right yeah I saw yes. the boys as well okay if you like Super the boys you will like Venture Bros it is like very much in a similar vein just like parody how long ago was the boys that was last year I remember I was messaging I, you about that I'm so excited for a second season of that though also if you Such like a good show if you like Rick and Morty you will like Venture Bros I feel oh, like oh. To be fair, I never watched Rick and Morty. To be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand. You have to have a very high IQ. (laughs) Are you saying that I'm stupid? No, it's a copy pasta. Oh, I haven't seen that. Do you not know what a copy pasta? It means it's something that. that. Okay, it's a very very famous one. It's. You have to have a huge IQ in order to understand the the intellectual humor that comes out of Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I shit you not. He turns into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> You've ever uh, seen those videos where it's like an anime character and they're like, um, I remember seeing one where he's like, this man turns himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. And they fucking start killing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Actually, I start. I, I I put down Rick and Morty for like a very long time. Because, cause like, the fan base really kind of put me off to it. That's like, why I don't want to start it. Yeah, no, I, like, the fan base put me off to it so much that I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch the new season because you guys are so annoying. But then, like, I finally picked it up, um, like, a few days ago, and I watched, like, all the episodes of season four that have come out, and I, I watched the latest one, and, uh, I don't know why I'm bringing it up because I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I, you bringing up that stuff actually reminded me of something that became popular like recent like the last six months or so mm-hmm. have you guys have been hearing about um it's not a new anime uh jojo's bizarre adventure oh my yeah i know what it is it's it's not new at all how old is it like i've only been seeing it recently like uh i well the manga's been around since like the 80s the Netflix. Really, it's all, it's been it, around it since didn't just It didn't just get added to Netflix. It's been on Netflix. Oh, has it? Yeah, oh. it's been on Netflix and Hulu for a long time. Oh, but um, it just became more mainstream like recently. Like I I'm mean, seeing I've a lot of memes on it. From a friend. If you're like a- if you're like active in the anime community, then you would have known about it for a while now. I've only it's heard very of it popular. because of an old friend, but um, I never watched it. Yeah, I got um, I watched like I watched the first part of it because it's in parts it's like they're they're sort of disjointed where it's like every they're called parts like part one part two every part is a different setting with a different cast of characters and there are very few that like reappear in other parts so it's like it's like an anthology it's like um american horror story i guess is a good comparison but like Mm -hmm. i watched part one which everyone says is the worst and i was like this is all right i don't love it but it's all right then I started part two and I was like, oh, this is a lot better, but I never finished it and, and I've been meaning to get back into it and actually like catch up, but Speaking from what of... I've seen, it's it's good. I like it. Speaking I just of... see so many memes about it yeah, all over like, the damn place. Oh my god, it's the the fandom is insane. It is so crazy. It, Speaking... it's, it's the death grips of anime. Speaking of American Horror Story, I was just talking to a co-worker about that and we were talking about Coven and... Oh, <laughs> we were speaking, talking about the seasons and which ones were better and whatever. Have you ever seen that? Uh, American Horror Story? I've 
heard Angel talking about it once, and then that Im- I'm gonna cut this part out. Twenty three fifty. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that sounds like something she would like. Um, I heard about it from a person before, but then I decided that I didn't want to see it because of that person. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I watched season one. That's it. I have started every season, and but like the thing is, is every season starts off really strong and really good, but then you start getting towards the middle, and then it just starts taking a really weird turn. And that's not a spoiler, but, like, it gets to a point where, like, it starts taking, like, it, like, starts off a normal, weird, creepy show, and then, like, it goes on, like, some weird, like, alien path, and you're like, what, what the fuck, how did we get here? And it's so confusing. I, I like, I like, um, Evan Peters. I really love Evan Peters. Don't we all? But, um, I don't know. I watched season one, and I don't know, I, I thought it was okay, but... It seems sort of like, I, I would call it very edgy, and like... <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. It used to have a really bad fit, kind of same with Rick and Morty, like, years ago the fan base kind of ruined it, especially with the normal people scaring me shirt. Oh, that, oh my god. <laughs> it was like a weird, like, ugh. Cringe. Yeah. Just really bad cringe. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but it is kind of worth it. The way that people, like... The beginning, at least. The way that, like, teenage girls were, like, obsessed with Tate Langdon, even though he's, like, a, <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a school shooting rapist, yeah. and everyone wanted to fuck him. They were, like... Wait. Yeah. <laughs> some, who was he again? Tate, the, Tate Langdon, Langdon, played by Evan Peters, is this, uh, really hot, sexy, sad boy who's, um, a school shooter who rapes his girlfriend's mother. Yeah, and that's what Murder movie House, right? Yeah, the season, season one. Story. Oh, the season. okay, we're still talking about that. I, I like, finished damn, what the, fuck? the first season, and then the second season, which is Asylum. Asylum was really good, and then it got weird. Murder House was really good until, like, the last episode. Then I was kind of like, I don't care for this anymore. Coven I started, which was really good, and then I stopped watching it. And then I started Colt. Which is supposed to be, like, the political season, which is, like, the one with, like, Trump or whatever. Which was kind of weird like for the show to do. Like, it was based on Trump, or? It was, like, supposed to be based off of, like, how the world is now, but, like, this extremely dramatic thing, I think. All I know is, like, I saw, like, Evan Peters with, like, dyed blue hair and he looked ugly as hell. <laughs> it starts off with, like, them watching a political debate with Trump. And she's like, ah, this is awful, ah. <laughs> Just like that? Yeah, exactly like that. That's what, what's that actress's name? Jessica Lange? Um, no, that's the other I, one. I, I don't know. It's the other, I can't think Evan, of her Evan name. Peters is the only one I know. Jessica Lange is like the older one. She's amazing. But the other one, I can't think of her name right now. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I... I'm not a big fan of that show. Nah. I think... I just typed store instead of story. Store. Honestly, I can't even think of much of anything I've been watching recently. Oh, Sarah Paulson. Paulson? What have I seen? I I seriously have to think about stuff I've watched recently, because I've watched the boys. A letterbox. A letterbox? Oh, (laughs) so you can send me your list. 
Yeah, I still have the list. On I actually here. have I you gone through your list of. She has a list of movies that oh, she yeah. wants to watch. So here's, here's and she rates them afterwards. Well, if you're watching this and you know anything about movies, you probably know what Letterbox is. If you don't, it's a movie where you can log your like it's an app where you can log your movies and rate them. But I made a list a while ago where it was basically it was called a chain challenge. Um which is kind of interesting if you take like one movie and then an aspect of that movie. So for example, I have Loving Vincent as my first movie and then I took um, one of the actors from that movie and then picked a second one. So then I went to Noah, which had um, Ooh, is that Emma Watson. So then I picked a movie with Emma Watson in it. And then from there I picked another thing with a different actress. So you would pick a movie, you would take one aspect from the movie, and then... And then pick another one. So, like, Based say, on that aspect, so, like, maybe a director or an actor and stuff? Yeah, so if you do, let's just say, like, Edward Scissorhands is directed by Tim Burton. So that's your first movie, you would watch that. Then you would pick a movie also, let's just say, also directed by Tim Burton. So then you watch Big Fish. And then you would take, like, an actor from that and you pick a second movie, or a third movie, and then so forth. And then you just keep the chain going. Yeah. Pro so, tip, chain. don't start with a John Waters movie. You'll never find another movie that's not directed by him. <laughs> <laughs> but you can take any aspect of it. Like, you can take whether, like, you can take, like, a different genre. Like, say oh, okay. it's, like, a drama, you can pick another drama. Oh, okay. Or you can pick a different actor, writer, crew member, whatever the hell you want to do. But I made two of those, and I have not finished either one of them. And then one of them I've watched completely out of order. I will, I'll start with Pink Flamingos and make my way to um, Human Centipede. Shut up. That is... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know why, but that kind of reminded me of Clockwork Orange. Didn't you watch Clockwork Orange? I did, yes. I've seen it. It's good. It is pretty good, actually. The first time I watched it, I was, like, highly uncomfortable and, like, ooh, That's I don't... Fair. Ooh, this is making me anxious and uncomfy. But I, that was the point. Like, it's an uncomfortable movie to watch, and it's, like, really dark and edgy. But at the same time, like, I get the point. It's, it it's, is it's, a good movie, though. It's smart. It is intelligent. It's it's an intellectual Only film. smart people can get it. Only people with a high IQ can understand the humor of it's, Rick and Morty. It's one of those challenging movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The old, good old in and out So you haven't watched anything, Jared? No. The last thing I saw was the Clone Wars series. I'm looking at my letterbox. The last movie I watched was, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Which is, it's a Coen Brothers movie. I don't know if either of you are familiar with the Coen Brothers. They did, like, Fargo, Big Lebowski, um, a bunch, a bunch of movies. They have, oh, oh, hmm? sorry. No, no, I keep going. I, I was gonna I say, remembered something. They have uh they have eighteen feature films and I've seen thirteen of them, which is like more than I've seen from any other director. And like I would say that they're like Wes Anderson. I've seen every Wes Anderson movie. I think he has like he has like eight or nine maybe. I don't know. I do like Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson is the director of my favorite movie, The Grand Budapest Hotel, which I just love. I I keep seeing advertising. I need to watch it. It's, it's really good. I was trying. It's so good. You know, I tried I saw... my best to tell my dad mm -hmm. about it, and then like I was describing. I don't him. know if. Have you it's seen? Like... Hmm? Have you ever seen um. Climax. 
Oh no, I want to. I've I've heard about it. The I know first like, few shots of it remind me of Wes Anderson, but only because of the aspect. Like it's like very like aligned. Yeah, I, I've heard that that movie's like really hard to watch. It's yeah, it's weird to because watch. It's like it's like uh, they're all like it's heavy. They're like all on acid and they're all like dancing. Yeah, and it's like really it dirty gets, and like, grimy. Way more aggressive. Yeah, it, it looks like a it's very... It's kind of heavy, like... It looks like the kind of movie you would have to take a shower after watching. <laughs> I guess. Because you feel dirty. <laughs> it's really not that bad. Well, just... okay, maybe that's not... Could you I... imagine, like, the editors? I just know that, that they have it's to, like, It's supposed to be, like, a one-take movie. It's supposed to look like a one-take. Yeah, I heard I don't that know too. that it is. Probably Like, 1918? Not. I'm like... Yeah. Really? 17. 1917. Was it 1917? I think so. <laughs> Jesus... But my, yes, my favorite one take. Like that. My 1917 favorite... was just fuck though. My favorite oh, one take movie is Birdman. Yeah. Oh. You guys should see Birdman. I haven't seen that. It's so good. It's got Michael to. Keaton. That's on my chain challenge. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, because you mentioned a climax. I feel like uh, the director Gaspar Noe. I'm like so. I've it... never seen any of his movies because they also... look they look so edgy and just. Ugh. If it helps, it's a foreign film. <laughs> which makes I, it seem even more. I know he did this movie Irreversible, which looks like just the most. I haven't seen any of his movies, but they look very dark and very harrowing. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> At first, you're kind of like, I'm a, "What I'm is a, happening and why?" I'm like, I'm like a soft boy Wes Anderson fan. My favorite director is uh, Edgar Wright. I like, I like lighthearted movies. <laughs> Edgar Wright's good. I don't know that I have a favorite director though. I would say uh, my top three are uh, Edgar Wright, Wes Anderson, and Bong Joon-ho, who, um, who you know as the director of Parasite. Whoever did Mamma Mia. Which one? <laughs> whoever did- oh shit, it brought up- is the director of Parasite. <laughs> um, my favorite director is whoever did Mamma Mia 1 and Mamma Mia 2. God. I absolutely love Mamma Mia. That is another one of my character traits. That's actually the last movie I watched. What did he say? Something about the lights. Hey! <laughs> he's what like, he said, like, I didn't realize we had company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you feel like you just got spied on? <laughs> he didn't even realize we had company. <laughs> no. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm 33. We got a half hour. Oh, you've been broadcasting or recording or? Yeah, I gotta we're, keep a time stamp. Yeah, we're, we're casting this pod. Uh, casting this pod. In other words, got me to get out? It's still recording. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the podcast hi. Hi. <laughs> Alright. Good night. I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> Love you, Jared's mom. I just realized your house. Is nice. My cheese boy. <laughs> oh my god, Jared. Cheese boy. I forgot. Che that. Jared, do you want to tell the story about the Cheez-Its to the podcast? I I don't actually full like she's mentioned it before. Okay, okay. What happened was uh, Jared and uh, was it what? Who's shoe? It was Michael's film, right? No, it was. I thought Demons it was can swim. It was. There was no. Hall, remember? No, 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 it was no, no, Michael's, no. It was Michael's. No, because uh, Tori got shot. Remember? Yeah, it was Michael's hate crime film. Yeah. Hate oh. Crime. Hey, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, okay, so we were shooting um, Michael's film, uh, and <laughs> and uh, basically uh, Jared's family has cameras in their house, like surveillance cameras, and I was like hungry, and there was like a box of Cheez-Its on the couch, and I just like, I like when no one was looking, I just like grabbed a few Cheez-Its out of the box, but like I was like trying to be sneaky about it, <laughs> and I didn't know that they had surveillance cameras. So, um, Jared's mom was, like, at work and, like, took a screenshot of me eating the Cheez-Its and then, or something like that. She saw me eating the Cheez-Its and then she came home and was like, you, you're the one who stole the Cheez-Its. And then she took a picture of me and I, like, I grabbed the Cheez-It box and I was, like, pointing at it like I was proud. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all she knows you as. Yeah. She only knows him as Cheez-It boy. I'll say, yeah, Sean's coming over and she's like, who's Sean? Oh my god. <laughs> so, I love that. And I think Haley, your mom, how does your mom refer to me as? Gay. Yeah, I'm 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 Haley's uh, gay Yeah, friend. but did you remember earlier you're like, yeah, but some people call me gay boy and then mom, my mom was like, that's not that's not good. <laughs> no, no, she was, no, 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 what did she say? Um Oh, and then she, she no, then she was like, "Are you gay?" <laughs> no, she was like, "Cheese it boy's better than gay boy." <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh man. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um It's weird that she thinks I'm gay, because like obviously I'm not gay. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Alright. <laughs> um So you talked about your thing. Uh you've been watching Game of Thrones recently. Yes. Let's and uh <laughs> excited what is i haven't been able to talk to about it really at all except in the group chat where i just mindlessly put my own thoughts and then no one responds hey the wait i know fuck one? the dragon you, you say like one sentence and you're like cool we gotta uh, let and Peter then at, by the time you respond though i don't want to talk about it because i'm at work or doing something oh and i'm not watching it I will pay good money to watch Peter Dinklage have sex with a dragon. That's... Stop. We need to stop. You could pay good money to watch him have sex, though. Why would I want to watch a midget have sex with someone who isn't a dragon? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, I'm on season two, and I love fucking... What's her name? Daenerys? Daenerys, yeah. I always think of Khaleesi, and then I was like, wait. Then I realized that wasn't or, actually her uh, name. People call her Danny. Oh. Okay. Well, everyone on the show pretty much calls her Khaleesi, because that's princess. And so, in my head, that's her name. You're in she season is two? is my princess. Yes. I'm on episode two, I think. One or two. Uh, this ain't a spoiler, but she gets a... She gets a lot more names later on. <laughs> she gets a lot more names. I don't want to spoil. You you'll see what I'm talking about because like you're gonna get to you're gonna watch um later on in the show and you're gonna be like, that's a long fucking name. <laughs> but yeah, I love her. She's a baddie. When she, she ate that horse's heart, I was like, damn. Oh, that's kind of hot. When she did it, yeah, it was. Last um, season, so when me and uh, Michael were hosting, we were hosting as the season, fin like the last season was being aired. So like mm -hmm. we talked about it each episode too. Gotcha. 
So it's kind of like me and Michael have already seen it, but Haley's just now starting it. So like it's kind of interesting because she'll post in there like um, season one spoiler. Uh, <laughs> Something about Ed losing his head. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what I said. But I'll just, like, pop in and say random stuff in the group chat. Honestly, at this point, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, you should. Uh, it's a really good show. I will say that there is... It's honestly so much gorier than I expected it to be. Like, I know it's HBO, so I was expecting at least sex. But, like... The gore is like crazy. They don't hold Way anything more than back. I thought. I honestly thought that it would. I figured it would be gory, but I didn't think that it would be so like vulgar. <laughs> like it's crazy. Oh, um, if another character you'll probably really like is uh, Cligor, um, Clegane, uh, the Hound. Oh. The big dude that half of his face is burnt. I don't know. He's really huge. He wears the the wolf mask. The very first episode. He's a really big dude. The half of his face is burnt. I'll show you what he looks like. Damn it. Actually, can can I pull it up on your phone? I have nothing to contribute. As I have never seen Game of Thrones. The only characters I can think of are Daenerys... Jason Momoa. Um, I love Peter Dinklage. He's oh, a, he's a, he he's a nice little man. He he he's uh he'll become one of your favorite characters. Right now, I really like Jon Snow. I don't necessarily. Everyone love loves Jon Snow. Snow. He's just hot. <laughs> At least Wait. someone's honest for once. Listen. I feel like That's I agree if, if he's who, right who I think he is. Kit Harrington? Yeah, he is hot. Who's that? Kit Harrington is Jon Snow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's hot. Um, he is hot. I can actually... And he's a good character. Like, he's not didn't a piece play, of shit. Didn't he so. play Gambit in X-Men Origins Wolverine? I don't that, remember. That movie's awful, but... He played... He actually was in a video game. Like, his face was in uh -huh. a video game. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. He was uh, he was uh -huh. the main villain in a video game. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. It's like, uh... <laughs> Jon Snow in space. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, um... Kit Harrington's a really good actor. Yeah. Um... I like his character because I like the whole Snow family, not Snow. Um, Stark family. Stark family, yeah. I like that whole family because they're honest, and I love how like they stick to what they believe. What is the Whereas last you've seen so... of Theon? I I I'm I'm trying to get a grasp of like where, where everyone is right now. Um, With Theon Greyjoy, the not he's not he. Considers himself a Stark, but he's not a Stark. He's uh, part of the family. He's got more blondish hair. Like dirty blonde hair. I don't know. Um, I know right now the young one who doesn't have legs. He's <laughs> taking over for Blue. Imagine not having blue. legs. Taking over for Blue. <laughs> No, he's taking over for uh, fucking losers. The older brother, legless losers. 
and uh, what's his face? Theon Greyjoy. Oh, he's with John. I thought. He's no, with not John. John. The the other one, the older one. To anyone listening without legs, oh, I apologize for that. Shut joke. up! Oh, he's with Rob Stark. <laughs> yes, Rob. That's his name. Okay, he actually, um, the actor that plays Rob Stark is in 1917. Is he? Um, you know how he has to get the message to the brother. Yes. The brother is Rob Stark. Oh, okay. you you probably you saw him before you just didn't probably didn't realize. Yeah, I probably it. didn't make the connection. Um, the cur- Rob Stark's kind of like irrelevant. The Colonel right now. Uh, the Colonel in nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Um, who's the guy that plays Doctor Strange? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's him as well. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. I don't know anything else about well any of the actors in nineteen seventeen. I don't know anyone else. The the two the two main people were like I think that was one of their premiere roles. Like the I don't think they've really been in anything else. The main blonde guy is a really good actor. Yeah, he was really good. I know that at it was one a really point, good movie though. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. I it was pretty good. It was good movie. Good movie. Good. <laughs> I remember there was like a cameo, um, like, one of the guys that they, like, meet early on in the trenches was played by uh, Andrew Scott, who plays uh, Jim Moriarty on BBC Sherlock, which, uh, I'm not a fan of that show anymore, but he's a very good actor. I, uh... He's also, it? he's in, what's that show? Uh, Dirtbag, or, no, Fleabag. Fleabag. He plays, he plays, I think he plays a priest, I, I think he's gay, I'm not sure. <laughs> I know the actor, okay, I don't know because the actor's gay, and I don't know if the character is, I know he's a priest. I don't know. He might be a gay priest. That's pretty woke. That's... <laughs> well, I remember seeing... Uh, I remember seeing in Dolby Cinema with Michael. That was... Dolby Cinema's dope. That would have been super cool watching that. I that... watched it with... Wait, we watched it together. I yeah, just yeah, we realized did. that. We did. I was the only one who What did you uh, think of the tower scene in 1917? Oh. The, um, oh, you mean the one where it's like... He wakes up um, after... That's when it gets so fucking good. And then you see the flare, like it's going through the window, and then the flares are going over the After that town. clear break is when the movie gets fucking amazing. The only scene that I really didn't like was like, um, oh god, it's like when he when he finds like that that woman who's like hiding and gives her milk or whatever. I really, oh, didn't I like actually that really liked that scene. Oh, I didn't at all. Here's <laughs> here's clear spoilers. If you haven't seen 1917, then probably skip ahead because. We're just straight up dropping scenes right now. Honestly, I thought that I, I I thought that it was a very technically strong movie, but like I I like movies mostly for the writing, and it's not a writer's movie. It's like um a filmmaker's movie. That's true. Which there's not a lot of dialogue in it at all. Like it, I can appreciate I it on a it, on a technical level. It's it's a very yeah. technically great. Just... But I think visually as well, it like yeah. conveys emotion. I it's just it's... the dia- There's like no dialogue, so there's it's no like, story to I progress. I think what's kind of amazing about it too is it does a great job of not being gory, but making you still feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, when I they're in the, the tents, though. Like... The, the most gory scene is you see his. What is it? What is it? His leg or his foot or something? He. You see it like bleed, but. There's no, really no, no, no. In the tent, you can see dismembered Look. bodies and stuff. Yeah, but honestly, everything in it is so, like, downplayed and... What I what I really, really love about it is, um... 
I feel like the the one take aspect is used very purposefully because the entire movie it feels like you are right with these characters you're right beside them and you never get any room to breathe and so it like it makes it very tense and anxious like you well are, that's the whole point of yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to convey world war one because it's I just, like, how I've a lot seen, of them felt i've seen like some people say like oh the one take aspect is so gimmicky and serves no purpose and i like strongly disagree with that i think that it's used to great effect to make you empathize with the characters and what they're experiencing you know the part of the movie that like really like made me feel like this is not like uh, besides the one take aspect of the entire movie but like threw me off entirely and made me more interested was um the rat scene inside of the the german caves when oh. I, that threw me off i was like you know how you always see something is like they're really close to danger and then they somehow at the last second like save mm -hmm. themselves but like the rat was going near the trip mine and i was like expecting I one of them to like stop it before i hit it and then the rat hit the trip mine and the whole thing blew up and i was like <laughs> i don't know holy crap right. did the main characters already die you know what <laughs> was really good though and it's, it, I guess, it's not even gory. Like, if you really think about it. The scene where he's swimming, and there's, like, all of the... Like, the bodies? The, well, I was gonna say the cherry blossoms that are falling oh, out. Oh, yeah, and you and can then, see the cherry blossoms in the he, background the entire time? You have to see him swim over the bodies. At first, I didn't I even, like, notice them. And, like, then gradually kind of I was like, oh, shit, those are bodies. Like, it was kind of amazing how it went from such, like, a beautiful, like, heartfelt scene to, like, fucking awful. <laughs> yeah and it kind of like to me it kind of put like a message of like you have to appreciate the small things because you're around because like obviously if you're around war that's like fucking awful so you have to appreciate like that's why like one of my one of my favorite scenes was like when they get to the camp and like everyone's just singing and they just have like a breather that scene's so pretty too that's that's really great that stuck oh, with me oh that was a beautiful scene oh um when the when the sergeant told him that the colonel was like down there uh down the trenchway and then he said that they were just about to start the the oh, attack he's like running back yeah he's forward. running in front of that all of them so the explosions stressful. and stuff that was a good scene it was just like with the music and like the way it was shot and like every you can see them running past people getting shot and blown up and stuff like that it's just like holy crap is he actually gonna make it in time yeah, that was crazy. Oh, you should have seen him. Uh, um, I was looking at Michael while we were um, watching it. And uh, when they were singing in a circle and stuff like that, and they were like, I forgot what they said. Is this Charlie Company or something like that? It's like, um, I need to get to Charlie Company. He's like, this is Charlie Company. And Michael was like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, I went with Sean, Malia, and Angel. And Sean was the only one who didn't cry in the movie. <laughs> like, me and Malia and Angel are like... <laughs> I, think, I think at one point I may have, like, teared up just a little, but I didn't, like, cry-cry. I got, like, a That's little teary-eyed. There, there's some... There's, like, two scenes in the, in the movie that actually, like, made me want to cry <laughs> just from how it looked. Like, That's it looks so the good. The body scene was like that for me. Um, and even when he got onto the shore... Like, Mateo was literally talking about it, like, the day before. Um, he was like, every angle and every shot has to have a purpose. And, like, when he was on the shore after he climbed over the dead bodies and stuff, 
and you can see over his shoulder the cherry blossom tree still um, blowing its leaves and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, there's like, like everything in this movie is planned, but it doesn't feel planned because it feels like a one take. Yeah, I didn't like the beginning of it. Like I thought when I first started, like when I was in the theater and I was sitting there and it was starting. And, like, probably the good first 20 minutes, I was like, I am gonna hate this movie. Yeah. Like, I really thought I wasn't gonna like it, and then it started getting a little better. Like, I like I literally sat back and I was like, fuck, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to sit here for two hours <laughs> and watch this shit. But then it got so much better. Yeah. I think, um... What was I gonna say? Uh, I think the beginning part was the slowest, but, um... Another thing they I think they should have touched up upon more, and it was literally the very last shot of the film, was him looking at a picture of I think it was his girlfriend or something, it... his girl or something. Th like they didn't touch upon that at all. It just felt like out of nowhere. I don't remember. He's uh, leaning up against the tree and he pulls out the picture. Oh. Yeah, it's just it yeah, that I just felt very. No, like, I thought that was. It felt thrown in. I felt like that photo was from someone. Mm. Maybe I'm... No, I don't know. I was just saying, like, it, he it never some, showed it, it before. It did kind of have a purpose. But I don't remember what it was. I think the scene with the pilot in, like, when he went to go get milk and uh, stuff for uh, the pilot, and then the pilot stabs him and stuff, like, that really shows mm -hmm. that even when the allies were trying to be like consider and helping them the germans just didn't care and wanted to kill all of them i thought that was or maybe the german thought uh they were going to try to keep him as like a prisoner or something mm. yeah i don't know that's pretty crazy but the the movie was amazing I, I personally, one of my favorite films. The beginning was kind of like, I think also a thing that went into it was that you had to get used to the fact that it was like one take and also go, like, if you already knew that going into it, you kind of try, you're trying to pick up on, like, that's kind of all I was doing was trying to figure out where the cuts were and like, yeah, that's what me and Michael were things doing. Things would transition, but then eventually it got to a point where I didn't care. Like, yeah, you're I just so invested. I was more in it. into the story than I was trying to figure out. For me, it's a movie that I respect a lot more than I enjoy because it's not my kind of movie. Like I like very plot-heavy movies where it's like, I don't know, it's like the characters weren't all there. It's like it's an experience movie. You watch it in a theater because it's it looks great on a big screen, and it's like it works for that. But it's not something I would revisit, and like I can, I don't think I would enjoy it as much if I just watched it on my TV. Frankly, and yeah. It's like, so it's one of those yeah. things that you have to see. Like, like it's definitely you have yeah. to be immersed. In. Like that's why yeah. I haven't seen Dunkirk because like I don't want to watch Same. Dunkirk if it's not in a theater. Yeah, that's I, I also heard Dunkirk. Oh, sorry. I heard Dunkirk was really good. That's a nineteen seventeen is definitely a movie that you would want to see in theaters. Like I think it's like, worth watching once, but I don't. I don't think it would be like. That's something... how I feel with a lot of movies. I don't like, know. Pretty much everything, <laughs> except I, I... like guilt pleasure movies. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I rewatch uh, a lot of movies. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen Finding Nemo 
<laughs> Finding Dory. <laughs> I, I love Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is one of my favorite Pixar movies. That's actually the first movie I ever saw in theaters. You know, someone yeah, like, was just yeah. talking to me yesterday, like, <laughs> the Pixar employees are like, the slider for the the mom booty. And then oh, yeah, yeah. the slider's Pixar, all the way to the every right. Every Pixar mom has like an absolute dump truck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that or even noticed it. Like, like, like I this is incredible. That uh, the robot uh, from Robots, the the mom from there. Oh, I Mrs. Incredible is a milf. Sure. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. it was it was just milfs day the other day. Was it? Oh, <laughs> 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 trying to think of like an actual MILF's day event, like if anyone posted something. Maybe it's like the other. day after Mother's Day. It's, it's the day that all the MILFs were born. It was... <laughs> I posted on Facebook. Jesus Happy Christ. birthday to all the mothers out there. Happy Me birthday, The following MILFs. day, Happy MILF's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I write that on my mother's card. <laughs> Happy MILF Day. God damn. It's too bad there's no DILF's Day, because dads don't exist. I texted you happy my, Mother's my Day. My dad just came in not too long ago. <laughs> but he's not a dilf, is he? I, I mean, I, I would have to actually see him again. I don't remember what he looks like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's just a father. He's got the dad bod. Fathers sure. exist, dads don't. Okay. <laughs> if you say so, I mean... That's fact. Wow. If you say so. What were we talking about? We were talking about 1917, and then oh, somehow okay, we got yeah. talking about then we were dumb truck asses. Nemo. What? <laughs> Finding Nemo. Oh. What, what are your guys' favorite Pixar movies? My favorite Pixar movie? This my, one's actually a very, um... My favorite... Actually, is, I want you guys to say yours first before I say mine. mine. My favorite as a kid was always Finding Nemo. And, I mean, it's the one that I've seen the most. I've seen it, like, probably... Like, probably over 10 or 20 times. I, I watched, like, I wore out that disc to the point it was all scratched up. But, um, I would say that, like, rewatching it as an adult and being like, oh, this one is actually really mature and I can appreciate this on a new level was Incredibles. I really love Incredibles. I think that that one's... I just watched the second one recently and I did like that. I thought the second one was okay, but it was, like, very unnecessary and also... I felt like they were capitalizing because a lot of people wanted than second incredibles but like well that's that's you can say that about every Dis uh pixar sequel like well it's like a cash grab yeah none of them are necessary you know what was pretty good though was toy story 4 toy story 4 was I pretty good i actually liked that uh i don't know it I wasn't <laughs> like amazing but i kind of appreciated it was okay it. you know thing, uh what i like what pixar movie i appreciate like nowadays mm -hmm. as more of an adult mm -hmm. well more of an adult not an actual adult is actually inside out I actually oh. really appreciate that movie. I've, I've actually never seen that one. You've really? never seen Inside no. Out? The, I, the first time I watched... Oh, wait. What? Never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Why? Because <laughs> I don't want to say it on the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> I think... Well, I saw Inside Out, and... um. It's mostly about, like... I don't know. I feel like some people read too deep into it. Like, it, I don't know. Yeah. It felt like a no. really good movie and a good piece to have, 
But also, I feel like some people were like, this movie is, like, amazing and, like, the deepest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, I think it mostly, like, it's lighthearted fun and stuff like that Mm -hmm. at the beginning and some some points at the end. But, like, I think it really touches on an issue of, like, young young people can get depressed about um, specific things. If that makes sense, like, it doesn't have to be, like, older people that get depressed about stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. But it really, like, I don't know. What was that scene with the little elephant thing that, like, she ends up forgetting or whatever? Memories. Yeah, like, her, she starts forgetting memories. I don't know. That scene was depressing. I can't remember his name. Um, I didn't want him to die. Probably my favorite Pixar movie is Bugs Life. Oh, really? That's, like, one of the ones I don't care about. I yeah, that's, that's a really odd <laughs> well, one. Well, I don't really care for the rest. I like their short films a lot. But, like, um, are you talking about the ones, like, I remember... I, just, I only remember the Snow Globe one. That I know a, the old man that's that playing chess with himself. I don't remember it. There's you one with, one? like... You don't know that one? The Pebble. I don't know the Pixar shorts, okay? I, I, I know the movies. <laughs> Float was alright... Um, what about the one where uh, the mom that makes the little doughboy and then she ends up eating the doughboy and then her son comes home? That was literally at the beginning of Incredibles 2. I don't remember that. Hmm. Oh. At all. I, I would say that, like, my top three are probably, like, Incredibles, Ratatouille, and, um... Ratatouille's pretty good, too. I love Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. I like Ratatouille, but it's my favorite. Ratatouille and Incredibles. They're actually directed by uh, the same director, Brad Bird, who also did uh, The Iron Giant, which is like one of my favorite animated movies. Movie. You know what's also- really weird about The Iron Giant? I always had like vague memories of Iron Giant, like of how the story was, and then mm-hmm. I rewatched it and I was like, this is nothing like the memories I had. You ever mm-hmm. like get the, like you yeah, watch like something you when you were you little? Know it and you don't. <laughs> yeah, and then you rewatch and you're like, the first time I watched it, I thought it was always just like, Everyone hated the giant and stuff like that for no apparent reason. And then I realized the second time watching it, they had to do with communists. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's about, it's like an, uh, it's like an anti-war, um, it's like a pacifist movie. Like, oh, this thing is like a living gun. It's like about well, how, they, it's like they the said it was made war. by the Russians. That was part of, that was part of the plot. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's an anti-communist. I think it's a pacifist movie. It's all about, like, the dangers of, like, uh, weaponry and, like, how we... Well, it takes place during the Cold War. That's why they bring that up a lot in the in the mm-hmm. movie. But I didn't even realize that was, like, a plot point when I was little. <laughs> I just thought it was just a robot that no one liked. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I this little boy. The visuals of it and how I... it was very dark. But earth tone. I think I think uh the the quote that Brad Bird, the director, said was like, "What if a gun didn't want to be a gun, and that was like the inspiration for it?" Because it's like, it's like a very very anti-war movie, which I appreciate. I think it's very profound. Yeah, I mean, it gets the point across pretty well. It's like very anti-violence, which I can appreciate. Even though at one point in the movie they try to nuke a whole city. <laughs> well yeah it's like this is like everyone like all the all the american soldiers and like that what's that one guy like the general he like uh he just wants to fucking kill the thing and it's like it just wants to live in peace 
And it's like, wow, these humans are kind of assholes, and we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop this and like just de-escalate the conflict, or we're gonna kill everyone. Damn. It really do be like that sometimes. It really. Do. <laughs> Don't you hate it when your gun comes to life and tries to shoot you <laughs> or nuke you? <laughs> Well, um, I think we're closing in on an hour now. Um, that was a very interesting... I feel like we said nothing. <laughs> well, we, we talked about a few things. We talked, we talked about a, a lot. lot of things. We said a lot, but we said nothing at the same time. Well, we talk, well that's the whole w- point of a podcast, to be honest. <laughs> I was, was going to bring up one more thing. I don't know if either... Have either of you seen Mission Impossible, any of them? No. Uh, I've seen you the need, very first one. You need to watch them. I was going to bring that up because Brad Bird, the director, he did Ghost Protocol. It's probably my favorite Is that the action. most recent one? No, that's the fourth one. Um, there's How many of them? Is it like Fast and Furious where there's like 20 of them? I think... I want to say there's... Fallout was the sixth one. There's six now. Holy shit. It's so good. I love it. The only bad one is the second one. Less than a year, Fast 9 is coming out. There's nine Fast and Furious movies. What's crazy, though, is they said that they were going to stop doing those movies after um, Paul Walker. And they're still doing it. Okay, but Mission Impossible... How are you supposed to keep Vin Diesel and be like, he's not... Mission Impossible is actually the best, and every movie gets better. It just keeps getting better because Tom Cruise is crazy and wants to kill himself. Tom Cruise is like Harry Potter. Tom Cruise is a vampire. He doesn't age. Tom Cruise literally like okay, he, Street. In the newest one, he fucking like dangles himself off a helicopter and like falls and hits like a boulder that's being dangled from the helicopter. It's like he's doing these like crazy like stunts. These stunts that could like I was gonna say like death defying. That's not the right word. It's like. The stunts that Lethal. put his life at risk. Yeah, like, he could he could die doing these things, and it's so crazy. Like, just hanging off the Burj Khalifa or hanging off the side of a cliff. Top Gun uh, Maverick looks pretty... Looks like it's gonna be a pretty good movie as well. Mateo wanted to, was talking about that. He wanted to see that. I, I want to see it. I know nothing about it. I, I never watched the original, so I don't know. Me neither. And most of the movies are postponed now. Not really oh, one person. one thing I wanted to talk about, and I saw posts about this. This is actually more of a, um, not really controversial, but more of a like serious topic. So they're thinking about um, the new Trolls World Tour movie that came out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> on, on, on. <laughs> Jared! Oh. <laughs> That's really expected. <laughs> so, like, profound and serious, like, 1970. <laughs> like, for a second, no, no, my no. brain's no, 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 no. We, we have the toys and the Happy Meals at McDonald's. Come get your troll toy. Please, um, Stop. give me money. Stop advertising. Any you. No, no, no. The subject around it is more serious, not the fucking movie itself. <laughs> Holy shit. But, um, because. McDonald's. Because COVID-19 um, is happening now and everything's in quarantine and all the movie theaters are shut down, um, Trolls was supposed to come out during the middle of quarantine, but instead they are streaming it live to TV. That's what yeah. Onward did too. Yeah, so they're streaming like, it straight away. Yeah, and it's, it's like 20 bucks for two days. Was it? 
Yeah, it's like you you pay twenty bucks and you can rent it for two days, like forty eight hours. Oh, That's crazy. well, the thing I've been seeing recently is the amount of uh, people that actually streamed it. Like, mm. there's a lot of money going through there. Oh, really? And there's a debate if we even need movie theaters anymore. Oof. Like, I did a mm -hmm. um, video about this last year. Yeah, so I wanted to like bounce that off of you, like personally. I would not pay twenty. Well, the the current price is twenty dollars for forty eight hours. I I would possibly pay twenty dollars to own a movie, but not. I would never pay that much to rent one. When literally when Redbox exists and you can get a movie for like one fifty, I would that. And also, it might just go on Netflix, and then you can just pay like what ten bucks a month. Well, that's so well, that's the appeal of, of um, I think. Some, if you're gonna do like a group of people, like get all your friends together and they all like pitch in and like put a little money in and then you buy the movie, that's fine for like one viewing. But it's like, I'm one person, I watch movies alone, I'm not paying that much to watch a movie. But to be honest, you're kind of spending just that much to go to a theater, yeah. But the but... difference is you get the theater experience, yeah, that's fair. Well, that, that's what I'm trying, like, that's my argument. Is but like, a lot of people don't really go to the theater or even really like going to the theater. Well, some people bootleg their movies. They'll yeah. watch it, like, low quality, like, so off of someone's yeah. phone. They don't really care. They just want to see it. Yeah, they don't want to go to the theater. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not going to get into this because I don't want to go to jail, but I mean, uh, piracy, I, 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 I don't have a problem I don't with have piracy. an issue with it either. <laughs> But, like, the thing is, is people, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like one day the theaters probably will close, which is kind of a weird thought. Okay, FBI, stop listening. <laughs> All you folks out there, go pirate your movies. Don't pay money for movies. Yeah, but also don't watch one that's literally filmed off of someone's phone. Watch real quality bootlegs. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's worth it. But watching, like, someone's phone theater filmed, we, that's uh, shitty. You gotta That's cut. just a sad you life. Gotta, you should probably cut this part. <laughs> I think if it's a movie that you're, like, really interested in, like, you want to see and you've been wanting to watch for a while, like, Michael and Joker. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> but, like, if it's something you're really interested in and want to watch, I feel like that's when you would want to go to the movie theater. But if it's something, mm -hmm. like, everyone's watched and... You're kind of iffy and you don't really care too much yeah, and you don't no want to spend the money. Watch it in theaters. Then I could see you bootlegging it, but like, honestly. It's... We do not endorse piracy on this podcast. However, there are some links. <laughs> but if you're really interested in a movie, I would, I would rather watch it in a movie theater. I could see bootlegging movies if it's been out for like a while. That's the only reason I would do it. I don't it. know. I feel I, like... Potentially, I feel like... hypothetically. That or if it's a really... Like, if it's been out for a while, but it's a good movie. I feel like... I, I wouldn't watch you're... it on my phone. Like, uh, like oh, if I, I were to watch... On my phone all the time. Like... I feel like if you're broke and you just can't afford it, then go ahead. But, I mean, if you I can... Mean, okay, but borderline, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm just saying. Well, I if know. I were to watch something, like really good but it's been a while ago like um if i wanted to see like silence of the lambs or like anything good um i'd rather watch it like a high quality version than a bootleg even if you, it you is a high I, quality bootleg you but 
Like, yeah. most of them are pretty high quality. Yeah, they pretty much are. Either way, I don't care if you bootleg or anything, but I feel like, like, theaters probably will die down. They're already died down. The yeah. only way that theaters really get a lot of stuff, I feel like, is just, like, when big movies like Marvel movies or Disney movies come out. Mm-hmm. But, like, small movies don't really make theaters money at all, and no one really goes after the movies kind of died down anyway. So I feel like they'll probably die out at some point, if especially if they end up doing streaming. And now that they've had this test run of quarantine to figure out that it actually could make them money, and more money than it would in theater, they'll probably end up doing I it. I think maybe the big chains will survive, like maybe AMC will survive. Oh, yeah. But like mm-hmm. small chains Other will probably are fail. Dead. Yeah, I, I like going to movie theaters. I just I don't like, I don't know. I don't like when crowds are like really loud and obnoxious. Yeah, that's, that's another fair. deterrent from that's, uh, theaters. That's like my only complaint is like people can be really annoying. The only time <laughs> I'm alright with it is when you go to like going to see uh the last Avenger in the game. Yeah, like seeing that's the, that the first night in theaters was like such a cool experience. Like, well, I remember you... watching uh, Force Awakens. Um, yeah, like Christmas Day. All those big that was that's really cool. Be cool. Like all those big like pop culture movies that are like action and have all that like like I think that audience um what's the word audience reactions like uh like woo you know I like, think the only that's time... that's very valid and acceptable in those kind of movies not. Don't, 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 uh, don't... I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I think the only time that it's, like, extremely annoying is horror movies. Seeing horror movies and people being loud about it is like, I shut know, that's... up. You're ruining the horror experience yeah, for me. Yeah, you really are. Like, especially, like, if something scary happens, you're like, ah! Shut up. <laughs> I hate people who get audibly scared. <laughs> you hate when people scream. <laughs> like, it's really not, like, a scream. Oh, they just make weird noises? Yeah, or, like, something I happens and they're like, oh, could, that's the killer. Like, stop I could talking. See... <laughs> like, don't go in the closet. Sh- shut up. I could like, see if it's a movie, like, if it's a movie, like, a Blumhouse movie, where it's, like, I don't know, like, Insidious or Paranormal Activity or or something that's, like, um... Bad? <laughs> <laughs> I could see, like, uh people doing that and that being fine. If I'm watching, like, I don't know, if I'm watching The Witch, which you Ooh. hate... I love The Witch. I don't want anyone talking during, a, like, an art house movie. <laughs> I could see that. But even, like, Us, I don't want- I didn't want people to talk at all. Yeah. Us was pretty good. I liked I Us. I loved Us. Jordan- you know what? Jordan Peele might be one of my favorite directors. We were talking about that, but he might I, be one of my top. Isn't he working- didn't he work on something uh, else recently? He's to be working on, like, Candyman, I think. Mm. I think he's just producing it. Is he? Yeah, he's not directing, but he is a producer. Oh. He's produced a lot, and he's working on producing a lot, but I don't know that he's working on directing anything. Um, he should. Mm-hmm. He's really good at it. He is. I love his movies. I really, really liked Us, but I love Get Out. Like, I think Get that, Out's really, really I good. I thought that Get Out was amazing. Did you see Us? Yeah. Oh. I saw Get Out. I remember- Us. Uh, We saw Us together. I- we did. I don't know if you remember, at the end of the movie, I was so pissed off at the twist that I just walked out and I was like, oh, so this is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember you saying that. And I was so mad, but then I rewatched it, and I rewatched it with, like, the mindset that, like, okay, now I know how, I know the twist, and I know 
And I was like, okay, yes, it actually does work, and I see what he was going for. And I, I came to accept it and, and enjoy it on second viewing. A good movie. <laughs> it's a movie also, that, like, I completely changed my mind about the second time I watched it. Also, let me just say that if anyone ever tells you that their favorite movie is The Conjuring, delete them. You think you think Paranormal Activity is better than Conjuring? It really is. It's not. It Paranormal truly Activity is. is the worst okay, horror series ever. I could understand ever. that like the sequels and the rest of them are awful, but like <laughs> it's the first, so bad. It, okay, take it's one Paranormal so, movie. It's no, it's really so not that bad. Cheap. It okay, is but so that's, cheap. All right, but like sometimes it's okay to be cheap. <laughs> like you just gotta accept the I fact that it's truly not gonna be an art piece. It's I, just a good. I like, horror movie to The Conjuring you. is like the only like generic Blumhouse movie that I actually enjoy. I hate The Conjuring. I hate okay, I, I hate Blumhouse it. movies, but I like The Conjuring cuz it has good actors. It got it's got Vera Farmiga and um is Will Arnett the other one? I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's like All I know is that The Conjuring is just a basic ghost story. Yeah, and I don't it's like those It's the same as Paranormal. I don't I don't like those stories, but I like that particular one. That's it's, like the only one that I do like. Insidious was okay, but like I, I don't like Insidious. I think Insidious was like a little better than Conjuring because The Conjuring was just like such a basic story and it wasn't unique. I don't at know. All. The thing is, I like the director James Wan, and I think the cinematography looks beautiful in that movie. I don't know. It's just like there's it's such a boring story. I mean, yeah, but it's it's a fucking it's whereas a, like. It's a stock standard Blumhouse movie. For that, it's pretty good. (laughs) Paranormal Activity is also a boring story, but at least it's got the unique fact of being from cameras, which is, well, okay, that's not unique. I feel like I'm just being a voyeur looking (gasps) at someone's house. Have you seen 13 cameras or 14 cameras? No. What is that? Oh my god, that's such a good movie. It's, have you seen Creep? You've seen Creep, right? I like Creep. Creep It kind of reminds me of Creep. It's, if it was by the same director, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, who directed Creep? I don't uh, know. I don't know if it's the same I think director. His or name not, is Patrick though. something. I don't remember his last Patrick name. Patrick Sweezy. No. I know that, uh, what's that one? <laughs> you just dismissed that so easily. <laughs> like it, like it could have actually been Patrick Sweezy. What's the, what's that one guy who plays, uh, the Creep in Creep? Um, I don't the know. Creep in Creep. He was also Creep in, like, was really good too. He was in Paddleton. He's like, uh... <gasps> I love okay. It was directed by Patrick Bryce. That's his name, and uh, it stars Mark Duplass, uh, one one half of the Duplass brothers. Uh, you know, uh, apparently, you know, Patrick Bryce did not direct whatever fucking movie you're talking about, Haley. It's it's basically a landlord who sets cameras in this. It's I Man, think the fuck only a landlord. reason I think the only reason that I like it is because it feels real, and mm. I'm also petrified that people are stalking me and that there are cameras in my house. Like that's an actual fear I have. You're just a woman. So shut up. <laughs> so like the movie, it actually made me uncomfortable, and I love when movies can actually make me feel weird. Yeah. Or feel awkward. Because sometimes, like, movies just don't do anything. Like The Conjuring. I never felt uncomfortable <laughs> during that movie. I did not care. At all. I can Same see... with The Fucking Witch. Didn't give a shit about I that love movie. The Witch. The thing... The, the, you probably don't like it because it's an art film. I love art films. <laughs> I don't know. But it's... fuck The Witch. I that love The Witch. So it's boring. so good. It's so good. You just don't like. I love horror movies that are like they have this. But Midsummer was good. I don't. Uh, I don't like Midsummer nearly as much as The Witch or Hereditary. Uh, I, I like Hedder. Her, what? 
I love I love Hereditary. I thought that I thought that Midsummer was not as good as Hereditary. Hereditary and Midsummer was good, but The Witch was not. I the thing is I love movies like The Witch and Hereditary, which are they're horror movies. Also like The Lighthouse, they're that it's more about like the it's about the atmosphere and it's about like the dread and the suspense and it's very they're slow burns and I love slow burns. Oh yeah, I forgot we watched but, like, the lighthouse. Oh, we did see that. Too. The lighthouse is actually the same director as the witch and I don't I don't get how you can I don't get how you can enjoy the lighthouse and not the witch cuz to me because they're like the, the same witch, thing. The witch like I felt like I watched this entire thing and then it burned to nothing. I, like I don't, nothing I, uh, happened at uh, the uh, end. I don't get that cuz like there's like Black Tom the goat what? <laughs> All right, like he wants so, to live deliciously. We're I, we're, an hour, <laughs> we're an hour and twenty minutes in. Um, I think the witch is good. You should all watch it. Haley's just dumb. You don't listen to her. Listen, I may be a woman, but and that that's that's mean... your that's your Achilles heel. That is your fatal character flaw. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I hope you get canceled for that. I've been canceled, sis. <laughs> The way you said that. I've been cancelled. I cancelled myself on Twitter, in fact. Whatever virtue signaling is, that's the opposite of what I do. What is that? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh we're just gonna end it off there. <laughs> um follow me on Twitter at Gizverse. Follow all of our social media. It'll be down below wait, this is a this, audio. This is only audio. This that, is YouTube. That God. is at G I Z Z verse V E R S E. It's not jizz with a J. It's giz. And then follow my <laughs> social media, which is either Hey Hey C, which is H A Y Y H A Y C. Oh, and you or guys... DLC films. You guys like movies? Media. You guys like movies? Follow me on a Letterboxd at Ruby Miller. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, it's probably Hey Hey C for my letterbox. Jared doesn't have social media. He's yes, off do. the grid. <laughs> I have social media. Follow all of us. And then, I does this podcast already have a Twitter? <laughs> no. No. I'm going to make a Twitter. Oh, God. For um, this oh thing God. I was trying to set up. In or the, Instagram. The thing I was trying to set up in the past was a, um, a mailbox. So, like, at the end of the episode, if someone sent like, a message to the mailbox. We could read it out loud, and, like, uh, they can leave a comment, like, hey, we like you guys, and I was they have a question. Do, like, yeah, we could do that. I thought I was thinking we could also make a Twitter and an Instagram, and then we could put, like, a link to the mailbox that you're talking about. Yeah. On those. Because I wanted to post on those, so that way we could... So you could, like, them. leave a message, and uh, we'll pick one, um, and we can read it out, and, like talk about it like even if it's something stupid like we hate you and we think sean's gay <laughs> which is true or but, <laughs> if you want to leave movies hey, to talk about just leave those things. yeah actually recommendations like for women. movies or shut up uh <laughs> if you have any recommendations for any movies tv shows or something we should check out this um sex positions S shut up okay fuck you sean <laughs> Well, um... Let me live, okay? Anyways, wrapping up, follow us on all social media, and then I'm gonna make a Twitter and an Instagram. Stream... Director's Chair Podcast, or something like that. I haven't made it yet. Stream I'll tell King you next Gizzard week. and the Lizard Wizard. They're a great band. 
Sean, shut up. I'm trying to end the podcast. Well, I like talking over women. It's my personality. Shut up. <laughs> I fucking hate you. See you guys next I'm week. I'm gay. I hate Bye. women. Bye.